Hi there, everybody, and welcome back to my English lessons. This is Teacher Harry here. Good to see you again. What we're going to try and do today is to try and give you some practical examples of some English language. I'm a firm believer in that English is better spoken if it is spoken naturally and simply. So we'll try to, to do that and give you expressions and phrases that will help you to get involved with the English language in a much better way, as I said, more practical. And before I start, just to remind you that you can listen to my podcasts, my YouTube channel, and subscribe to that channel, and you can get lots and lots of practical advice on the English language. Okay, so what are we going to talk to you about today? Well, today we're going to talk about arguments and complaints, okay? So how do you make a complaint? So I'm going to break it down into a few parts. First part is how you actually make a complaint. So I'll give you some expressions and phrases and examples of how you do that. Then we'll look at when you are requesting something, okay? So how you can request that. Then we'll look at how you reply or respond to a particular complaint. And then finally, we'll look at negative responses to complaints. So four practical ways in which you can deal with, make, or as we sometimes say in English on a more formal basis, to lodge a complaint. So when you're making a complaint, it's really important to start off politely. In English language, as we've said many times, you'll probably get a better response from somebody if you're a little bit more polite. So we try to use more indirect language than direct language. So instead of saying, what's this? Or what was that? Which is a bit more direct. We would say, mm, I'm sorry, but could you help me with that? Or yeah, make it more indirect. So when you're making a complaint, first thing to notice is to be polite. So a couple of expressions that you might use in relation to that are, I'm sorry to bother you, but... Okay, so you're in the restaurant and it might just be a, a gentle complaint. I'm sorry to bother you, but I ordered my food 10 minutes ago and it still hasn't arrived. And the waitress is more likely to say, oh, I'm really sorry, sir or madam. Let me just go and check and see what's happened. Okay, rather than saying, where's my food? And the waitress or the waiter is likely to look at you and say, hmm, you know, he's not such a good person. He's not in a good mood. Okay, so I'm sorry to bother you, but... Or you could say, excuse me, I wonder if you could help me. So you might be going to a railway station and you're trying to find out exactly which platform, because a lot of these railway stations, they have lots and lots of platforms and you have to cross over one or go under another or walk over a walkway or a bridge. So you need to find out where exactly you're going. So you say, excuse me, I was wondering if you could help me. Okay, so it's not a complaint, it's just a request some assistance but it comes across much more politely and as I always say you're much more likely to get a response and an answer when you do it that way. So as I said we're going to look now specifically at the language of complaints and the first part is making a complaint. So I'm going to give you a list of the phrases expressions we'll use and then we'll give you some examples of those. I'm going to read them from the list so don't worry about that. So here's the first one. I'm sorry to say this but I'd like to make a complaint about. I'm afraid I'd like to complain to you. Excuse me, but I'm really not happy with. Excuse me, but there seems to be a problem. 
there appears to be something wrong with. I was really upset when. I was expecting something, but something else happened. And then some quite firm statements. That's just not acceptable. And you can put that a little bit stronger. It depends where you put the stress. And we'll cover that when I, when I go back over them. It's a disgrace. Okay, and again, something a little bit stronger. So let me go through them and give you some examples. And you can try and practice these. Hopefully you don't have too many things to complain about, but there's always something. It can be the delivery that you're expecting from your DHL package. It can be the bus that's late or the train you missed or the train that was cancelled or the faulty product you bought in the store. Whatever it happens to be, there are parts and elements of our lives where we always have to make some complaint and it's nice to know how to address those how to begin it so that you fit in with the native speakers of how they would do it so let me go through these one by one i'm sorry to say this but okay so well usually when we're making a complaint we don't like doing it certainly i don't although my wife thinks i actually enjoy complaining you i don't really but if i have to make a complaint i want to make sure it's done in the proper way so here I'm sorry to say this, but so you go into the restaurant, your food arrives in time. It's no problem. You ordered the soup and something else. And when it comes to you, the soup is cold. So it's obviously been sitting in the kitchen waiting for the waiter or the waitress to bring it to you. And they've just been delayed or been a little bit slow. So when it comes to you, bleh, it's a little bit cold. So I'm sorry to say this, but the soup is cold. I really can't eat it. Could you take it to the kitchen, perhaps reheat it. Of course, sir. Oh, of course, madam. So when you're polite, you're much more likely to get a nice positive response. Okay. So if you're complaining about the food, then yeah, I'm sorry to say it, but yeah. Okay. I'm sorry to say that this is just not acceptable. It's not good enough. So you've introduced it politely, but you still are being firm in terms of the point that you want to make about how acceptable or unacceptable this happens to be, and in the case of my example, relating to the food or the soup. You go into a, a, a store, you look for the customer services department because you bought something in the last few days, but it either doesn't fit or it's marked or there's some little uh, problem with it. The zip is broken or there's a button missing, whatever that, that it might be. So you go to the customer services department and the person comes to you and says, yes, madam, can I help you? I'd like to make a complaint about this article of clothing that I bought in your store last week. And of course, as being customer services departments, they're going to be very friendly. Of course, madam, how can I help you? What's the problem or what seems to be the problem? So you're not banging your fist on the table saying, what's this? Look, there's no button, the zip is broken. Ridiculous, it's terrible. Yeah? So you're not going to get much of a response that way. So. I'd like to make a complaint about, I'd like to make a complaint about the clothes that I bought here last week. Here's my receipt. You take the item of clothing out of the bag. You explain it to the person there and they say, oh, look, of course, no problem at all. Here's a note. Why don't you just go back to the department where you bought it from, pick out something to replace it and just take it to the cashier. And that would be it. Everything would be fine. If you have any problems, why don't you come back to me? problem solved, complaint made, everybody is happy. Excuse me, but I'm really not happy with. Excuse me, but I'm really not happy with. So you could be sitting on a train and 
you're sitting and waiting and the announcement comes over that we're sorry there's a little bit of a problem and we'll ask you to be patient and the train is likely to leave in the next 10 minutes and then 10 minutes pass by and the train hasn't left another 10 minutes and so on so after an hour you're still sitting in the same carriage on the same train unfortunately in the same station and you look at your watch and you realize you're going to be late for the meeting you're hoping to get to so the inspector or some representative from the company is walking through your carriage and you say excuse me but I'd like to make a complaint. I'm really not happy with this delay. Yeah. So again, you, you're polite, but you're firm. I'm really not happy with this delay because I'm supposed to be in Manchester or Leeds or wherever in an hour's time and I'm going to miss my meeting. So what am I supposed to do? And of course, the inspector or the representative will probably tell you, well, it's out of my hands. There's a breakdown in the engine or there's a fault on the line and we simply just cannot move and it's regrettable but that's the way it is so you can make your complaint probably not going to make much of a difference because if it's an electrical fault or a fault on the line or a fault with the the engine well the inspector is not going to be able to change that but he can give you some update some additional information so he might well say well look there's an engineer looking at it at the moment we're trying to get a replacement train you know there'll be full refunds available. So all of the usual things that you'd expect to happen from a reliable train company. So the way you say it is, um, excuse me, but I'm really not happy with this delay. And it's the same with the response you get. So if you go back to the example we had before, where you go to the customer service department and you tell them that you bought this item of clothing and there's a mark in it here and you know, the person might say, well, we're not certain that that mark happened here in the store, but, you know, did you try it on? Or perhaps you caught the material on your shoes or a nail or something. And, you know, I'm not sure that it's our problem. Well, then you might get a little bit angry, a little bit annoyed and say, well, excuse me, but I'm really not happy with your response. You know, I bought this yesterday or two days ago in good faith. I took it home. This is the way it was. In fact, I examined it before I tried it on and I didn't see this mark until I looked at it in the mirror and I could see it on the, the back of the skirt. So I really would like to think that you will replace it or indeed give me my money back. So you're a little bit firm with that. Another way of lodging a complaint or making a complaint, excuse me, but there is a problem. Okay. So you're trying to get from one floor to the other. So you're, the office that you're trying to get to is maybe on the 12th or 14th floor, but the elevator just isn't arriving. So you're standing there, you press the button, but it seems to be stuck between two floors. So you go to the security guy or there's a concierge perhaps, and you say, excuse me, but there's a problem with the elevator. It's I've been waiting here for 10 minutes and I'm supposed to be uh, upstairs at a meeting. I wonder if you could tell me what the situation is. So the security guy or the concierge will say, oh, well, it seems to me that it's stuck, but there's been no alarm. Let me just try and find out. So, you know, there are stairs that you can use, but if you're on the 10th or 12th floor, you're going to be pretty tired and exhausted by the time you get up there. So perhaps you just have to wait for the elevator. Okay, so excuse me, but there's a problem with the elevator. So again, nice and polite. If we're not sure about something or we want to be a little 
uh, less forceful in how we make our complaint, then we can soften our language a little bit by saying there appears. Yeah. So when we say there appears, we're not saying there actually is. There appears to be something wrong with. You want to tone down yeah, your complaint. So there appears to be something wrong with. It's just a gentle way of asking or making a complaint. Now, if we want to be really firm about something, we can add words like very or really because they add emphasis to everything. Yeah, so I'm happy. I'm really happy. I'm happy. I'm very happy. So once you just add those words, they emphasize whatever you're saying. So if you're making a complaint, you can add them also. For example, I was really upset when I took this garment home. I was going to wear it last night because I was going to a party. And to my shock and horror, when I took it out of the bag, there's a big mark on it and I couldn't wear it. So I was really upset. I'm very upset. So it's not just upset, it's very upset. It's not just upset, it's really upset. So just use those words to add a bit of emphasis if you want to make your complaint a little bit stronger and a little bit more firm. Okay, so other ways you can you can say that was that, you know, this is just not acceptable. Okay, I expect more from a restaurant like this. I expect more from a hotel with your reputation. It's just not acceptable. So that's really, really quite strong language. So when you go down to the reception desk of the hotel to complain about the dirty bed, that uh, the sheets looked as if they hadn't been changed in a week and you've just uh, arrived in the hotel and you were hoping to have a rest before the dinner or the presentation you had to be, you had to make and you find that the bed linen is dirty. So you go down to the receptionist, you're a little bit annoyed. So when you get to her, you say, this is just not acceptable. I expect more from a hotel with your reputation. Oh, I'm really sorry, sir. Let, let me get it onto the housekeeper. We'll have the, the bed linen change in no time. Or perhaps we can move you to another room. So immediately the problem is solved. But you've stressed it by saying this is really not acceptable or it's unacceptable. So it depends which way you want to say it. Or again, if you want to be very, very firm, it's a disgrace. And if you want to add more, it's an absolute disgrace. You know, I've waited for a week to get my car back. And when I get it back, I drive it no more than half a kilometer and it breaks down. I mean, what sort of garage is this? So you're really, really annoyed. And the person, the mechanic or whoever, is probably aware looking at your face and by the sound of your voice that something radically is wrong. Okay, so if you want to be polite and it's just a very small complaint, excuse me, I'm sorry to say, but I think or I believe or but perhaps or there seems to be something wrong with blah, blah, blah. But if you really want to emphasize it and you know there's a serious problem, this is not acceptable. It's a disgrace. Have you looked at this? There is a problem here. There's a definite problem. It's just not working. Okay, so you can lodge your complaint in very strong language. But I would usually suggest at the very beginning, you start politely and give the person the opportunity to answer your complaint because sometimes, and then most of the time, it's just a simple situation. Somebody's forgotten something, somebody's misplaced something, whatever it might be, there's no need for everybody to be very excited. But 
If your complaint is not answered the first time or not to your satisfaction, then of course you can up the ante, as we say, become a little bit more agitated, still being polite, but using the words absolutely unacceptable or very upset or really upset. And this will show to the person uh, listening to you that you are very, very serious about the situation and you want it resolved. Okay, so that's the, the first part. So now we'll switch to the second part and we'll talk about things when we want to request something. So we're still talking about complaints, but we want to again do it in a more polite way. So we're using some words or expressions that we are going to request that something be done. Okay, so let me give them to you one by one, and then I'll go through them with, with some examples. So I was really hoping, I was really hoping that, I'd rather have or I'd rather get do you think you could? So a question. Something needs to be done about this. Wouldn't it be a good idea for something to happen? Okay, so these are you making suggestions or requests that you want a certain action to happen so that your problem or your complaint will be resolved completely. So let me give you the, the examples. Okay, so you're ringing, let's say, the corporation who organize your area where you live or the city or the region where you, you live and there's a complaint by you that's been outstanding for a couple of weeks because the rubbish hasn't been collected and this can happen in lots and lots of cities up and down the country right across Europe so you're really annoyed so after several requests some emails some telephone calls and somebody saying yes yes ma'am or yes yes sir this has been dealt with and everything should be back to normal in a couple of days but alas nothing the rubbish lies uncollected outside your house or in the bin so everything is a bit messy okay so one way of uh, lodging your complaint or trying to follow up on it is to make a request and you might start off by saying well look i've rung twice before i've sent you some emails i'm sure you have my details there i'm sure you have some note taken of my complaint but something really needs to be done about this as soon as possible it's becoming a health issue so something needs to be done about this soon something needs to be done about this as soon as possible something needs to be done about this immediately if you want to stress the point so just change the words a little bit introduce words where there's some emphatic meaning to it like immediately without delay and then of course you'll get somebody's attention or a little bit less stressful i was rather hoping that okay so again we'll take the situation in the uh, boutique and, the, and we go to the customer service desk and you bring the the item of clothing back and the lady or man, usually it's a lady in customer services because they can diffuse situations much more easily than guys can do. So you have the discussion about the dress or the item of clothing you bought, you took it home, and there was the mistake, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so she might say to you, well, what would you like me to do? And in this case, you can say, well, I was rather hoping that I could just exchange it for another dress uh, of the same value. So I was rather hoping that. Or... You might say, well, I was rather hoping that I could get my money back because I've changed my mind. And if everything is okay and you've brought it back the way you got it, well, then, of course, they will give you a refund or a credit note to 
to spend at another time or a refund of your, your, your cash. Okay, so I was rather hoping that. So this is your desire, your request. I was rather hoping that. Or they might give you the option. So the person in the, the shop, in the customer service unit of the shop might say, well, you have a choice, madam. You can have a full refund or you can exchange it for another item. So you might say, well, I will, I'd rather get my money back and I can go somewhere else. Or I'd rather get it exchanged because really I need that particular dress or that skirt, whatever it is, because I've got an important meeting today, tomorrow, and I don't have time to go to another shop. So I'd rather have something exchanged or I'd rather get my money back. So here you're putting out your particular request as to how you want your problem, your complaint dealt with. And you might ask the question, do you think you could deal with this today? So you're on the telephone to the corporation, as we were talking before about their rubbish problem, and you've made the complaint several days ago. So when you ring up this time, you say, do you think you could deal with this problem now? Do you think you could deal with this problem immediately? I mean, we have been waiting and waiting. Do you think you could send somebody out immediately? Do you think you could send the repairman? So where you want something dealt with quite urgently, you can use this expression. Okay, so do you think you could? So again, very, very polite. Now, if you want to give somebody some help in coming to the conclusion that you want, you might want to put words like, wouldn't it be a good idea if? So here, not only are you making your complaint, but you're also giving them the way out of the problem. Yeah, so. You're again on the telephone to the complaints department of the corporation because of this rubbish that hasn't been collected. And you might say to them after several minutes of discussion and chatting, wouldn't it be a good idea if you sent a notification round to all of the customers to advise them that there's been a problem with the drivers, that there are not enough drivers to drive the trucks? Wouldn't it be a good idea to put an announcement in the media so that we wouldn't all have to ring up and make our complaints? Wouldn't it be a good idea if? Okay, so let's then go on to the third section. Okay, so the third section here is about responding to complaints. And the first part is going to be responding in a positive way. And then yet the fourth part will be negative responses. So again, I'm going to take you through each of these particular responses and I'll give you an example of them. So I'll, I'll read them for you. I'm very sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear there's a problem or I'm sorry to hear there has been a problem. Please accept my apologies or please accept my sincere apologies. I'll see what I can do immediately. I'll do everything that I can to sort out your problem as quickly as possible or I'll sort it out immediately. Okay, so these are all very positive responses to a complaint. So let's say you're no longer now the, the customer, you're working for the company or the organization or the shop, wherever it is, and you're receiving these complaints from your clients or your customers. So how can you deal with those complaints in a positive way? So this is what all of these responses are. Let's take them one by one. I'm very sorry to hear that. It's a very classical response. So the next 
way would be please accept my apology so that's again you know you're in the the restaurant you're the manager or you're the waiter they've been waiting for the food for 10 minutes and they make a complaint how much longer do i have to wait and you say look please accept my apologies or please accept my sincere apologies there's been a little problem in the kitchen with the electrics it's working now and we should have your meal with you or your food with you in a few minutes that just again diffuses the situation so please accept my apologies or please accept my sincere apologies again when the you don't know how to deal with the problem because you don't really know what the solution is yet but you want to keep the customer happy you might say something like well i'll see what i can do i'll see what i can do to get somebody out to you today i cannot promise it but if not today it will definitely be tomorrow so again you're giving the person certainty when the problem will be resolved i'll see what i can do or i'll do everything that i can to sort out your problem so you're promising and you're making sure that whatever happens you'll stay on this problem until it is resolved i'll do everything in my power i'll do everything that i can to make sure that your problem is resolved before close of business and then finally if you really know that you can deal with the problem promptly you say i'll sort it out immediately don't worry it'll be dealt with okay so you go off you fix it you come back and you tell them i'll sort it out immediately so the last bit of this then is about impolite answers to the, the the complaint okay so this would be a, re, a response that would be negative okay so let's look at that i'm sorry there's nothing we can do about it it's out of our hands it's out of our control that's really beyond or out of my control I, i'm afraid there's nothing i can do at the moment so these would be negative responses perhaps as the business or the company you don't want to give because you're going to have an unhappy customer or unhappy uh, client and as the person making the complaint you definitely don't want to hear this because you're hoping that your problem will be resolved but occasionally you're going to have to accept this particularly when it's a, a nature issue like the thunderstorm the lightning the flooding whatever it is of course we all are annoyed or frustrated with that but really there's nothing we can do so this is what you'll hear okay so we've looked at the language of complaints we've looked at how you should be polite when you make a complaint we've looked at the way you should request some assistance when you have a complaint and then finally two issues positive and negative responses to complaints so hopefully this gives you a better understanding of how the english language works and how you can make complaints or receive complaints depending which side of the desk you're on are you on the side of the person offering the service or are you a customer the customer making the complaint okay well i hope you've enjoyed that as always if you want to contact me well you can do so on www.englishlessonviaskype.com always happy to hear from you always happy to hear your suggestions and if you can put some of that to use well you'll get a better understanding and more enjoyment of the english language thanks for watching thanks for listening and join me again soon